horses are great at keeping us on our toes. And if you're working with your horse in any capacity at all, you know this is true. You'll be sailing along, everything will be going great. And then it's not. (laughs) And you've got an issue or a challenge. Well, I want to now begin working with riders here on the podcast to help them figure out a couple of those challenges. So I'm going to give you all the details just now as to how you can get your question answered. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I've actually never really answered questions per se on the podcast before but here we go. It's a first time for everything and I'll be able to help more riders answering them here. So let's give it a bash. Okay so I said that we're going to do something new. This is very new. Last week I put out a little a little call out okay so what I done was I sent an email to a couple of lovely riders well more than a couple but lots of lovely riders and basically the long the short of it was like do you need any help what do you need help with let me know and you know what I'll do I'll start answering a couple of questions on the podcast because every week I get emails from people and I do respond to a lot of them I'm going to be honest now I'm not great at email anybody who's around these parts for any length of time will know that okay it wouldn't be my strongest suit okay but um, I do respond when I can and I just thought I can probably help more riders here because as I mentioned I think a couple of episodes ago a lot of the questions I get from riders through email um, they a lot of them surround the same or have kind of the same theme around them okay so there's lots of riders out there struggling with similar things and sure why not of course we are okay horses are horses and riders are riders it makes sense that you know there's going to be a couple of recurring things that are going to crop up every now and then but what I want to do is I wanted to begin answering them here and if you want to be anonymous that's also possible I don't mind at all but I just think that with riders having different issues and different challenges that this can be an important kind of a a way that I can help more riders basically the long and the short of it so if you do have any burning questions you didn't get my email first of all why didn't you get my email but secondly if you do have any burning questions um you can you can reach out to me it's lorna l-o-r-n-a at strides for success obviously strides for success Dot com and you can just send me an email there and I'll get it there and um, the other way that you could reach out is inside of our Facebook groups you can find them over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash group and that'll redirect you to the groups as well and you can um, ask questions there and I can answer it here one of the first questions I want to answer strangely enough did not come from an email now I know I'm kind of contradicting myself here but I thought it was a great question And I wanted to answer it because I think it's something that many riders maybe think about and maybe struggle with. And it was just fantastic. It actually came up inside of the program that I'm working with now with riders privately inside of the Homeschooling Your Horse program. And the question was about the wind and how the wind can affect the horses and training the horses and working with the horses and, you know, what what should you do like should you work with the horse and train the horse and in this particular instance the horse is actually unbacked and it's a horse that is just being backed for the first time so 
probably a little bit more green than other horses okay let's be honest but um yeah like what should you do should you kind of not do those days and I think that uh, well I actually know that in this case the rider was having a challenge that we have here where where I am in my part of the world but I think it's a challenge that uh, many riders uh, come up against is that at certain times of year there can be let's say more more blustery conditions okay than other times of year and that's certainly true for here we get the change of seasons and while we're very sheltered where we are with the farm um you know there can be days where it's just windy but what I was trying to explain to this rider is there's first of all a couple of factors to this and secondly um it really does depend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, you know, isn't that when when you ask a question, someone's like, well, now it depends. And you're like, OK, like, OK, there's no simple answer then. But um, yeah, it does. So basically what this writer had also pointed out, which I thought was a really, really good observation and one that maybe many writers don't consider is that when her horse is with the other horses in the field, it can be like gale force and they're all calm. Nobody nobody is batting an eyelid at the wind. They're all just going about their way, grazing or whatever they're doing together. Okay, they're all happy and everybody's, you know, everybody's happy with the situation. But when he's with her in the arena, he tends to become a little bit more spooky. He's almost like on high alert. Okay, if that's that was not her word, by the way, this is my word, but like on high alert that he's like waiting for something like, is the tree going to fall on top of us or, you know, something like that. And he's he's kind of I don't want to use the word worried, but he's definitely he's like quicker. Okay, he's a little bit more on the ball. And if you've worked with young horses, you probably know that that's wouldn't be ideal okay um you really want to keep things relaxed and calm and everybody feels good about the situation um so that that's not a great place to start from and she was basically saying so should I not train on those days or what should I do and I thought it was a fantastic question and that's why I wanted to dive into it so basically what I was saying to her was first of all like well done for noticing that there's this difference I think that doesn't cross a lot of people's minds they don't see that and I also think that the difference comes down to the fact that when horses are together in an established herd now I'm using the word herd a herd could be two horses hey a herd could be a horse and a goat okay it it doesn't have to be like we all have this vision of like a herd of wild horses that doesn't have to be the case but with the the let's say the animals, the other animals in the field that your horse is familiar with and kind of has, I suppose, a level of comfort being about. That's why I'm saying established, okay? That when they are together, for the most part, they're not going to panic, okay? They don't panic, they're they're calm. Um, Something like really out of the ordinary would have to happen for them to, to begin to like get worried about the situation. And what you probably find is... The horses will only get worried when the lead horse becomes worried. Now, usually the lead horse will be a mare. Not always, but usually, okay, you'll have a mare there. And when she's getting worried, when she's beginning to also, let's say, go onto high alert mode, okay, when she's clicking in there onto that, um, you'll find the rest of the herd. It's like this ripple goes through it, like this very, obviously it's not a, well, it is a silent communication, but there's definitely like this physical communication you can see. But it's like this feeling, this energy begins to ripple out from this lead horse or from, and again, it doesn't have to be a horse, okay, but I'm just using that as an example. So from the lead horse, this kind of ripple goes out, 
and everybody pays attention and suddenly everybody's on high alert and they're thinking, hold on now, you know, this could be a situation where we need to get a little bit worried about something or we need to, you know, have our wits about us right now. Okay. And then similarly, if usually the, this lead horse begins to run or begins to maybe, you know, spook and jump and become very agitated, I suppose, or yeah, um, the, the other horses will follow suit. Okay. Now, if we take that to the arena, there are days here where I've, I've mentioned to you that there's terrible wind. Okay. And the wind is like a, a factor. Okay. It's like a definite factor. And if there's lessons scheduled or there's riding scheduled for that day, I will have a look and I will assess who is going to ride, okay? And I will then base my decision as to what happens that day on who is actually going to be with the horses or the ponies in the arena. Because there are certain riders who can be very much like the lead horse, okay? They have this level of leadership about them, this feeling about them and they're not in fact you'll find these riders are not heavy-handed at all they're not um they're not like uh, strict and stern they're just very calm it's like this um you know like quiet leadership okay if you want okay but they're very they're completely aware of their own abilities and they have confidence in their own abilities and therefore the horse has confidence in them. And what you'll often find in this situation that, yes, maybe the horse is a little bit on high alert. OK, we'll use that word. We'll keep going with it. So maybe the horse is a little bit like that. But because the rider is so confident and calm even maybe if they're not inside but they're definitely acting this way to the horse okay and they're like you're fine everything's fine like it's this is a non-event the horse will align with the rider the horse will come over to the rider and you might have a couple of you know a couple of spooks a couple of jumps a couple of but the rider is able to deal with it in a way that doesn't accelerate the situation or it doesn't kind of make the situation bigger that will actually just diminish the horse's anxiety or diminish any worries the horse has okay and that's really important now I could also then say side by side you can have another rider who if the horse begins to go because because the lead horse is not there so the horse begins to again kind of flick into high alert mode this rider goes oh sugar this is not good this is not going to end well for either of us that's never a good situation to be in, okay? So if I can avoid those situations, I will. And it really and truly comes down to whether, like if you ask the question, let's go back to the original question, should I work my horse in the wind or not? Well, how well can you show up as that lead horse role? And how, if you want secure or grounded or stable, can you be within that role and I think that that's really really important and I think when we're training our horses and when we're going forward with horses um, we need to consider this and what's also important here is that the lead horse wasn't born the lead horse okay at some point the lead horse was like one of the minions if you want or one of the that one of the the ones on the the outside one of the ones that like it was a baby at some point didn't have a huge amount of respect off anybody you know it really had to kind of toe the line to what the the other more um I would say experienced, but also maybe higher up the hierarchy scale, the, the other horses were. And then over time, 
the lead horse became. It developed, um, it developed their skills, developed their leadership roles and became the lead horse. Okay, that's what I want to say. Like the foal is not the lead horse. The foal will never be the lead horse. The foal will grow into being the lead horse. And that's just like you. So wherever you are in your riding right now, you might not be the, let's go with the lead horse, okay? You might not be the lead horse. You might not have the quiet leadership. You might not have the confidence in your own abilities right now. But you know what? You can grow into it. And I think growing into it is important. And a lot of the growing into it work is done internally. It's done inside of your head. It's done in your mindset, okay? And it's done in beginning to increase your own confidence in your own abilities. And then from there, it's almost like you, I don't know, you like radiate or you give out this energy that the horse picks up on remember i said like the ripple effect if the lead horse stays calm there's a ripple effect if the lead horse flicks into high alert there's a lead there's a ripple effect okay so you can do the same with your energy Um, and whether you believe in energy levels or not okay it's neither here nor there what it means is that the horse will either be with you and take confidence from you and you can actually borrow or loan your confidence to to your horse you can say here you're kind of lacking here buddy but you know what i have enough for the two of us take this for a few minutes and just bear with me and your horse will be like oh great thanks so much and then you both begin to feel better in that situation i do hope this helps you in your riding i thought it was a really really interesting question and a really insightful question and hopefully this will help you if you're struggling with it doesn't have to be wind okay it can be anything but i'm just saying in this situation it was wind and hopefully this will help you in your riding going forward as well okay and as i mentioned at the beginning if you have a challenge an issue a question something that you would like me to answer you can just send me an email lorna at stridesforsuccess.com l-o-r-n-a at stridesforsuccess.com you can email me there and you can let me know what your question is and i will get to it here at the podcast okay okay i hope you have a super day keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye